Yeah, I'm doing it. I press record. I did it. <laughs> now we are now we are live. We are real. This is zero waste trash talk. And I'm Maris. And I'm Michael Britt. And that's Michael Britt. We're just sitting here starting. We're like figuring out how to start this thing since we don't normally do podcasts. This is our first podcast ever. We're basically talking to ourselves. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the music. We recorded this podcast right before the devastating tornado tore through our neighborhood in East Nashville, Tennessee, followed immediately by a worldwide pandemic and isolating lockdown. We decided to go ahead and publish these episodes so you can hear where we were coming from before the world changed. Starting in episode three, we'll check in with our community and start discussing what we want a new normal to look like and how to achieve it sustainably. All right, take it away, pre-COVID selves who got to go to restaurants and hang out with friends. Jess is here, everybody. Jessica Johnson. Hello. Nothing goes away. What was it? There is no away. There is yeah. no away. Mm-hmm. There literally is not. Everything yeah. that is made has to go somewhere. Yeah. Where does it go? If it goes in landfill, it goes nowhere. How many times have you said that when, like in the past? Like throw it away. So many. <laughs> Just throw it away. Just throw it away. Yeah. We don't need that. Throw it away. Yep. I actually recently when we when we moved the gym to, you know, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to say your name, but a coworker of mine was like we're just gonna we're just gonna get a big dumpster and we're just gonna throw everything away. So you better come and and claim whatever you want. It's like no, Aww. please. And I think someone has a video of me in the dumpster because <laughs> after day one it was it was hard for me to go back, but I did. But um, I I think that's the that's the thing that ties us all together. Yeah, I mean, and and the, the, the people that it. we are drawn to in our community. All of us are the crazy people that load our car full of trash at parties or events or or, whatever. <laughs> or every day. In. Yeah, <laughs> we're always the yep. one dumpster diving. When or... I went on vacation to to what was it Las Vegas, and I realized that like they would not let you reuse anything that you had. I could not get them to fill up my coffee cup anywhere. So I came home with my trash. I brought that on the plane and I came home with it so that I could dispose of it properly <laughs> here. Because <laughs> even the recycled materials, you can't trust that the recycling can in the airport is actually going to take it into a recycling facility, especially because it's all got dirt in it. Right. Like, you know, that stuff cannot be recycled. So, okay, off it went into my purse and it came home with me. <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now and you relate because you take trash <laughs> home with you or you put it in your purse or your bag, and bring it home. I mean, I know like when I eat food and everything and I don't, and it's not going to be composted out. I mean, I compost, so I bring, I bring it home. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody else doesn't do it and I see that they're going to throw it out, I'll take their trash too. Yep. But I mean, you know, people think we're a little nutty, but that's, that's the that's kind the of example people. you have to set. <laughs> that That's the example. And also if you're listening and you're that person, you're the right audience for this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The other, the other people, you can learn. We can teach you. <laughs> you can laugh at us. You can laugh at us now, and then later you can thank us. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. that's that's the that's the movement. That's the difference. I think I've seen in myself is really just paying attention to those nitty gritty details wherever I go. And speaking of that, restaurants. Restaurants and yeah. 
restaurants have been a big topic for us as well as we've you know as we've gone from the videos as we've gone to the events um there was a big change in metro they banned clamshell to go containers from, from the recycling from the recycling not from selling them no no, no recycling they are still here yeah they have not gone anywhere but they cannot be recycled and and why was that again it was because of can- contamination it's contamination so you well know, contamination in both like food wise and 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 you know dirt and grime wise but also to do with the the types of plastics that's in it too because if there's a certain kind of plastic, like maybe what the, some of those containers, they were made with multiple kinds of plastics, you know, and, mm. and you can't tell. And then those ones, they cannot be recycled. That, so that's, that's the problem is all the clear plastic looks exactly like yeah. mm-hmm. they all have stamps of numbers that aren't yeah. necessarily real. Those numbers are self-regulated. There's mm. no regulatory agency that... Yeah, anybody you what can those, label any it, kind of number on yeah. their designs. And, and they the choose rea- their design, and that's that. Exactly. <laughs> and and any any uh, one, numbers one and two are recyclable, and there's a market for it. Yeah. All the others, there's no market for it. Nobody's buying it. Yeah. So I had called KW Plastics, by mm-hmm. the way, when this issue came up to say, what's the deal? What What's the problem with clamshells? Which, side note, KW Plastics is a plant in Alabama. Yeah, I think they're one of the largest plastics recycling um, uh, plant in America. Mm. They uh, they're in Alabama, and uh, I had read about them. Hidden gem. They they import plastic from South America and Europe. They don't they can't even get enough plastic. And I asked them what the problem was with clamshells, and they said the clamshells look. There's multiple different types of plastics, and they only accept one kind of it, and it has to be clean. Yeah, that clean thing is a big deal. It is. If you're at a restaurant and you're trying to determine which hole does this go in in the recycling station? And it's like, oh, well, this is plastic. It's recyclable. Well, if it's got food debris in it, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to get recycled. And that's the hardest thing in a restaurant. I worked in the restaurant industry since I graduated college, you know, over 10, probably 10 years. And that's that's something when you're moving and grooving in a restaurant, you're not thinking, oh, I got to wash this out. You know, if it's a big restaurant, especially, and if it's, you know, high volume, you're just going. Well, and as a customer, there's nowhere to rinse it out or wash right. it out. Right. Yeah, it's not even out. an option for you. Yeah. You, you. You get what you're given and you have to deal with it. But if you're bringing it home, you do have the have the responsibility. To wash right. it out. Yeah. To yeah. wash, wash it, it out, out it let it dry, you know. Um, of course, now it's, most yeah, of it's say, not recyclable. Yeah, I was going to say, now at this point, it's just not recyclable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is where I'm confused, guys, because, yeah. you know, I go, like, Michael and I use Trinity Lane East Convenience Center to bring our, our recycling and compost. Um, and when I go over there, not to bash those guys because they do a great job, but they they had no idea about the ban after it had happened. So that was you know more confusing for me because I, I knew more than they did. And then when I got there, they were like, no, 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 you can put it in there. And I'm like, well, no, 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 no. What yeah, do you mean? <laughs> well, that, that's the disconnect, I think, because you know, once the city says this is what we take and this is what we're going to give to waste management, and then waste management says, oh, you know, we take everything. And the difference so, between waste management and Metro Public Works, let's go over that. Waste management is contracted out to deal with our, our waste and run the landfill and do the recycling. Which, by the way, in a lot of countries, mm-hmm. that's illegal, illegal to have to do both. Conflict of interest. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. So, like to them, they don't really care. It's like, oh, yeah, let's put it in recycling. Yeah, we'll just put it in the dump. We we'll get they paid either care. way. Yeah. yeah, either one. I mean, you know, they might care. I don't know. We don't know. We, we don't hope know you care. Matter. We hope they care. But yeah. we don't know. We don't know. But that's, then... that's the that's the issue is transparency. Mm. 
you know, the city right. has contracts that says you're supposed to do this, but then no one's checking up on the contract. So we don't know what's happening to our materials. Right. And then I thought maybe was there a difference in curbside recycling? You know, with the single stream, everybody's throwing everything in. And whereas we're all separating it and bringing it to the recycling center. I, have a, I think from what I've heard, because I wondered that too, I think what I've heard is it basically, it just makes it easier for them on the other side. When we, right? when we separate it. Yeah, yeah when, when, the, when the single stream stuff in the trash trucks gets dumped at the materials recovery facility, MRF, Mm. They Murph. sort it. That's what's right. called Murphs. Where yeah. we met? Is that where we where we That's met? That's where we were. Right. Oh. The Murph at the recycling yeah. class. <laughs> exactly. Murph. And so uh, they dump it on there. You know, they showed that cool video about how it all works, and and it looks like it's a really neat process. But it's tough to sort all that material, and they got people sorting by hand in the machinery. And there's a a static sorter for aluminum and a magnet for tin and cans. And yeah, it's all this kind of cool stuff. But the cleaner the batches, and the more focus the material is the easier it is to sort gotcha so when they take those big bins from the convenience centers they run that through the same process but it's a bin mostly full of cardboard right. mostly full of cans yeah and it's just easier to sort because there's oh. not as many different materials okay okay um but okay cool so then i'm gonna i'm gonna th go back we were talking about the restaurant industry and how the clamshell. So when all that happened, there was a lot of confusion, and there still is. There's a mm -hmm. shitload of confusion with that, mm -hmm. um, and people are still doing that. They're still throwing their stuff out in the recycling. Um, and so what we were thinking is, how do we make a solution? That's what we are. Zero waste trash talk. We are solution based. That's right. We look to solve problems. We want to solve the problem. We don't want to dance around it. We don't want to. We don't want to just keep doing the broken record system. So we thought we're going to look into this. So we started asking people in the restaurant industry, "What are you doing? What are you doing now? What are you thinking about now?" Whereas a lot of people didn't have any clue. Um, we we live on the east side. Two of us live on the east side. Jess basically lives on the east side Pretty because much. she's. I might, with, I might as well. I'm yeah. here enough. <laughs> um, she's always traveling over there to to see us, but. So we decided we were going to start a little survey. Well, I think it came from because we, all of us are talking about, you know, all these issues. And when we go out to eat, we're, we skip places that have styrofoam. First of all, I'm not eating out yeah. of anything packaged mm -hmm. in styrene, which, you know, the styrofoam is expanded foam plastic, basically. And it's uh, terrible once it's heated. Terrible yeah. once it's heated, not to mention it never, ever goes never away. Never goes away. It's not measurable. So plastic, some plastics can take like... <laughs> Slash nothing ever goes away, right? <laughs> Remember, exactly. there is no away. There is no way. <laughs> but styrofoam but is... styrofoam is the worst. Styrofoam is the worst. Never. And it's, it, you know, we put up a video about recycling packaging styrofoam. And you can take your food styrofoam packaging, you know, to Publix and a couple of places. But it's really minimal. It's broken system. It doesn't work either. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to figure out, okay, well... What we internally, like we were sitting around, we talk about, oh, where do you eat? Where do we want to go to eat? Oh, I quit eating at Edley's because it's all styrofoam. Mm -hmm. or I quit. You quit. I you, don't you go talk to, that, to the, the Greek, the Chicago yeah. style Euro place on Gallatin anymore because they're all styrofoam. Yeah. And I had quit eating at Riverside Grill Shack, which is by my house. It was one of my favorites, but I just couldn't eat out of styrofoam. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, which by the way, they've recently changed to all compostable. 
Uh, yeah. But Good job, that guys. That is what leads us to how the the restaurant rating campaign started. Exactly. Too. That's true. Yeah. Because so one, you start off with okay, well, I can't use plastic anymore. So mm-hmm. now, what am I going to use? Okay, well, compostable. That's obviously a great idea, right? Wait. Because you have to, you can never take anything off of surface value ever, face value, whatever mm-hmm. the word is. You have to think more. So where does this uh, compostable stuff go? If you're putting it in the landfill, it goes nowhere. It's it's that that's one which the term compostable. At that point. Compostable is compostable products mean. That it breaks give, down. Give oh, it to me. Right. Give that it, it to me. Give it to me, Jess. Down and it's gonna, I thought you were going to say it. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Tell <laughs> but us, basically, Paris. to be like a compostable product, you have to put it in a compostable pile so that it can, it can be composted. If going it's back not into in, the earth. <laughs> right? Going yeah. back into the earth. Back into the earth. And I think that's where people are confused. They think, oh, landfill, they're just burying it. That's putting it back in the earth. But that's, no. that's anaerobic. That means there's no oxygen. That stuff gets buried. And you buried. can dig up. There's a guy that's a, a trash archaeologist so this forgot the na- oh, I forgot job. his name yeah i guess <laughs> I you your dogs. so uh he's got in his book that he talks about digging up 40 year old guacamole that yeah. hasn't turned brown yet because hot dogs no that are intact oxygen. gross yeah. yes so that stuff sits in there and breaks down really slow and creates methane gas that leaks out yeah. where methane is as a as a uh as a global warming, uh, climate warming gas is 80 times worse than CO2. Yeah. You know, CO2 is bad, but methane's even worse. So you want things to break down naturally and release their natural amount of CO2, not 80 times worse methane right. gas. Mm-hmm. So then, so that led us to, okay, we've got these restaurants that have all their, their foods going into these compostable containers. Well, so I know I'm going to bring that home and I'm going to put it in my compost pile. Well, that actually leads me to my other point. You can't put it into your home compost pile. You have to take it to an industrial compost pile because it's such a... How do you describe that? Like well, a, well, they're dense. They're, I think some of the... It's some a the, lot harder for it to compost. Like yeah. It has to go through like a what, like a, a it, hotter process. It has to be high heat yeah. to break it down. Yeah. You can break down some of the paper compostable, like the ones that take the place of styrofoam. Yeah. I hate to even call them plastics. It's their PLA plant-based compostable plastics, that but they're like not plastic. plastic. <laughs> they look like plastic. They're identical, and that's another confusing mm, that's thing. That's another thing. But those take a long time to break down in really high heat piles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't break down in your backyard. No. They'll take so, forever. So that led us again to this, this campaign because it was like, okay, well, I can bring this home and I could compost it in this, you know, in the industrial compost pile that I already use. But how many other people do that? Right. Not that many. Then there was the other question. Well, what about the restaurants? What are the restaurants offering us to help with that? Also, do they educate about, anybody? Do they? Yeah. Do they educate anyone? Do it? Does anybody know? Do their staff even know that this cannot be thrown into landfill and be considered useful? Perfect no. example. Hunter Station. Hunter Station. We ding ding. We, we like what Hunter Station. We actually is. really do yeah, we like, like their attempt. Absolutely. Yeah. They're they're trying. Yeah, uh, it's it's more than greenwashing there. They're really trying. Yeah, but uh, the execution hasn't been that great. All you have to do is look in the holes of any recycling center, and you can see the problems. Yeah. Nobody's following directions, and it's not done right. The, the sustainable the staff also apparently some of them, maybe not all of them, but some of them also don't understand, and some of them wouldn't know 
where to put that straw or where to put that container. They would tell you to put it in the wrong one. The campaign brought us there. So the sustainable mm -hmm. restaurant campaign, uh, we started to gather data on the restaurants in Nashville. Mm -hmm. and Which, how do you do that? You can, you can text the word RATE, R-A-T-E, <laughs> to the number 51555, and you will get a link that directs you to our website, and it takes you to a form that we've been perfecting over time. Shout out to Brandy Pruitt from Tennessee Environmental Council for getting that uh, that number and, and that all yeah. set up. Mm -hmm. She's awesome too. She's, she's one yeah, of us. That was very helpful. And yeah. she's been on our, on our team with uh, the restaurant campaign for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and what we did is we started to go to different restaurants. We, we, we definitely blasted it on our social media and we tried to get people to send in these forms said when you're out eating, yep. think about what you're, think about what you're doing, ask questions, put some pressure on them, man. Put some pressure on the restaurants and ask what's going on. Yeah, I think this is what one of the big problems is when we've talked to them, and you've been in the room where this has happened, Maris, we've gone in and talked to them, and people say, oh, customers aren't asking for it. Well, no, they're not always asking for it. I am a customer. A, but there's a lot of us, <laughs> exactly, there's a lot of us that just stop going there and stop taking to go. Right. Or there are certain restaurants like, you know, I, I love Far East Nashville. And I used to eat there all the time and take to go, but they don't have compostable to go containers. And so I not... eat I eat in there. I go in and eat. Yeah. I won't eat to go there anymore, which limits how many times a month that I go there. Well, so that's, by and not that's, showing that's why up. The, the campaign was was helpful because it gave people a voice because obviously there's a lot of people out there who don't wanna look at the waiter or the owner in the eye and say, uh, by the way, this sucks. Like, I'm not happy with this. I'm not going to come back until you fix this, right? I wouldn't <laughs> recommend telling them that. <laughs> Even but. that's how we, how we feel. Come from a, come, I think the approach really should be, listen, man, you know, or sir, lady. Sir. Um, Dude. We really care about this. We want, we want, we want this. You know, this is this is important to us. And when like we put this out all the time, you know, the people that own the restaurants, especially here in East Nashville, but all of Nashville, these are our friends and neighbors. Yeah, mm. there, there's less chains here. Right. Not, we're not talking about trying no, to change McDonald's local friends. or whatever. Right, these yeah. are these are our friends and neighbors that are running places. And we that love we these places, we man. Do. We love them. And we're all in this together. And that's mm -hmm. what we want. We're not like pointing fingers. We're like, hey, let's try to solve this. Let's make it better. Yeah. The, the, when you, we're talking about environment, we're talking about Nashville. We're talking about our city that we live in. Yeah. It's not this vague thing called an environment. It's like you. We want to control how much trash mm -hmm. we're that starting we're at home, into. man. And I mean, trash. Nashville is growing every day exponentially. And we all know that by the traffic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. We all know that. So, I mean, the and, more and, people, the more trash. And and how many restaurants? You know, we just we just did that research. What 400 new restaurants in the last two years open in Nashville. That's crazy. a lot of restaurants. There's a lot of takeout trash. Yeah. But so with the form, we got some we got some entries. We yeah, definitely had some, some entries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, You know. We got we got reviews on Hunter Station a lot because they are all compostable products. So yeah. the owner of that building said, "Hey, everybody in here, you all have to have compostable stuff." Um, and they have great, you know, they have the recycling, they have landfill trash, and they have what were the but that's, we were but that's we, the problem that was the, the problem. Yeah, the problem is putting first of all, uh, you talk to every employee there because by the way, if you don't know Maris, she, <laughs> she she'll know you soon because she meets everybody everywhere she goes. <sighs> but she took the time to talk to everybody at every single 
station there at Hunter Station yeah, to, to find out if they knew what compostable was. Some of mm-hmm. them didn't. And and talk about the compostable plastics and paper. And mm-hmm. they did not, most of them weren't educated that that's what they were providing. Mm-hmm. So there's no way they can tell the customer which hole to put it in. And then you go to the, I call it the holes, you know, the you're, holes. we're talking about the holes, the, the, the recycling station yeah, yep. and trash holes. Recycling but station. so their, their recycling station there says it has compost, has landfill, and it has recyclables. And under recyclables, it says plastic and paper. So where do you think everybody puts all the compostable plastic? That looks like plastic. Into looks like plastic. the plastic. And it's not recyclable. No, it's and it not. pollutes. That's cross-contamination. That means any batch of plastic it gets put in, it ruins. Yeah, you can't recycle Doesn't anything do jack that crap is in. in there. Yeah. Yeah, and the the confusing part is those compostable plastics say they're type seven. Type seven is the catch-all for yeah, this can't be recycled. You know what's hilarious too is like the la- the next time I went in there and ate, I was I was by myself. I was sick as a dog. I went to go have some soup at uh, Vui's Kitchen. My friend works there, Matt. Yeah. He he's hooking me up with some soup, and I'm sitting there, and I'm literally <laughs> telling everyone, I'm like, I'll array. I think I yeah, I wrote on a napkin. That these are compostable glasses because they had all their glasses Wait, or their cups. Did you send us a picture? I yeah, did. did. Yeah, I did. And you so the did. the woman that was cleaning up everything in Hunter Station um, and taking out the trash and you know maintenance, her and her husband were working there, and she saw the napkin and I saw I was sitting down eating and she grabbed the napkin and walked over to Vuiz and was like, "Did y'all do this?" And as I saw her, I raised my hand and I was like, "Hey, me over here, I did it. Me over here." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh." no, this is good, you know, because people really don't know. And I'm like, well, maybe we should get a sign. Maybe we should put <laughs> right? a sign up. Because the, on the gla- on the cup, it doesn't even say, it's so tiny. Like, it, it has one green line that says compostable. And you're not, most people aren't reading the, reading the cups. They're not reading it. No, yeah. they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. and I think my, I think our first idea was, well, okay, let's, let's get the workers, the employees, no, they, let, let's get them all on the same level, get them up to speed. And then when they're when they're giving out their food and stuff, they, they say, "Hey, people. guess yeah. what? This is all compostable stuff." So the woman that was in the maintenance was so floored that all the stuff that was going in there was contaminated and was not even going to be most likely not going to be recycled or composted. Yeah, nobody's it's nobody's job to sort through bags of trash to to determine yeah. what's recyclable, mm-hmm. what's compostable. It doesn't happen. I think everybody thinks that whole, I'm throwing it away. It's a way no. someone else deals with it. Mm-hmm. No one deals with it. The, honestly, the answer to all of this is it's your job. It's If you, if you eat yeah. something, it's your job to make sure. Ask it goes the question, away, right? you know, what is this? Is this plastic? Is this compostable? Because now there's, now there's so many yeah. things out there, it's confusing. Yeah. And restaurants are spending big bucks on the compostable stuff. Some, some of those products cost four times more than the petroleum version. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, so, I mean, at that yeah. point, it's expensive trash. Exactly. Like, it's... Wait, they're wasting their money and it's being wasted so in order yeah. for the thing to go the whole thing to be full circle everybody has to be educated about this mm-hmm. and um that's where know, we come in that's, that's where, where we, we come, come in, in. <laughs> zero waste trash talk to the rescue we leave napkins with notes on places <laughs> and, uh... yeah so if you see those anywhere it's probably me <laughs> but, well and, th- and this is part of the education process is uh we we think they need better signage it needs to be visual i don't think anybody reads words yeah. everybody's in a hurry you glance in oh i'm gonna throw it here or there mm-hmm. you know actually you know the 
best choice if you're confused is just put it in landfill. I mean, just there is no way, away. but at least it's not polluting the other stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, we've I've been working on videos and we put them on our websites to do those little stop motion things. And we're I've been trying to help educate Mitchell's Deli customer, Mitchell mm-hmm. Deli's customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're they, really on their stuff. They over are there. on their stuff. They they've composted in the back of the house in the kitchen for two years now, Amazing. and they they divert over two tons a month of kitchen waste yeah. that used to go in the trash, and they use Compost Nashville to pick it up and uh, take it to the industrial composting facility, which is Compost Company. We love all those guys. We do. And uh, they came it, to our second meetup. They did. They came mm-hmm. and they spoke. So yeah. that's that's the issue. So it's not just uh, restaurants can give out compostable materials, but they also need to let you have a place to throw them properly into compost mm-hmm. and are taken away to the proper facilities. And kitchen waste is huge. Restaurants yeah. need to be. That's a lot of food. They need to be composting their kitchen waste. Man, I worked at M Street for five years, four years in the actual restaurant. I worked at Whiskey Kitchen and just. The amount, the amount of dating. trash mm-hmm. every single day. And a lot of it is either recyclable or compostable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they did, they did it, you know what, they had some initiatives. You know, they don't serve the straws without people asking for them. They definitely switched to paper straws. They tried out compostable, I remember it, paper, pr- paper products, to-go products. But with all the food, there's a lot of heavy food that would just seep right through it. So now... There's different there's different options out there. There's there's a bigger market for compostable products now. There is, and they're getting a little better. Um, but I think really hot, greasy food is one of the hard things to make it so that it keeps its shape and you know. So, so that, just eat that it there. Us to our other, that kind of led us to our other plant yeah. program, which you know, we've been looking at reusable containers. Take out. <laughs> We're trying that name out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so from compostable so we, we attempted guys. We attempted. We got the data. Yep. We went out and we spoke to a couple different restaurants. No, actually a lot of different lot restaurants, of restaurants on on the east side specifically at yeah. this point because that's that's home for us. So we you know, we know a lot of people in that area. And it actually just it turned out that even through uh you know the people who were actually submitting the the the, the data it actually was mostly east nashville restaurants mm-hmm. there were some from from across you know the the other side of nashville but there was a lot from east nashville so that was obviously people are those concerned people there are here more, seem more a little concerned. more yeah mm-hmm. so but it's then... not just selfish hipsters with <laughs> man buns <laughs> right <laughs> I, I was under the impression I lived in the hipster neighborhood of people who don't care about anything. Oh no! Hey, they care. the hipsters care the most, okay? The hipsters care the most. I'd like so, to see them care about man buns. So where do we get? Where do we get the idea? Where did to go reusable to go come from? It was my. You know what? No, yeah, no, that... no. Actually, you know what? It was one of our zero waste. Oh, that's Nashville right. It's the lady followers. that that's reached right. out to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Francine. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, she said, you know, we had start, put word out that we're collecting information about compostables. And she said, why don't you look into reusables? Yeah. We're like, wow, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing our research and we saw that, you know, there are three cities doing reusables right now. Uh, Portland and San Francisco, which make total sense. And then there's a program in Durham called uh, green to go And they do, Durham, North Carolina has a whole reusable container program. So, so we started looking at that, watching mm-hmm. videos, and doing research. And that was and that was the, that was the beginning of it. So that's still that's still something that's up in the air with us, and we're trying to figure that out because there's a lot of arguments for that as well. You know, with uh, you know, well, you still have to clean them, and people are responsible for bringing it back and forth and all this stuff. But 
overall, it would be better than creating new materials. We know we right we we did yeah. we did set research or yeah absolutely and it and it uh, you're taking responsibility for your trash, and people that might go oh I'm not going to do takeout well they're oh I I don't have to have all the trash I can do this yeah so we're trying to, uh, right now we're trying to figure out how to make it affordable how how to tie in and how high tech is it is it low tech do you bring bring your container used container that you rinsed out to the restaurant and they give you a clean new container and that's how it works do you go on the app and do you say i want my order filled in a to-go container mm -hmm. and i think this is the kind of stuff that we're going to figure out at the and we want to hear from you like yeah. we're this is our first podcast ever so uh you know give us some grace here but <laughs> we want to hear from you would you do you think that's a good idea would you buy into a reusable to-go container program which you know michael has done some amazing research with just like the, the vendors, um, Green To Go had a specific company that they used and they weren't responding very well, like they weren't getting back to us, I think, right? So you looked into another one. Yeah, we've looked at a couple different we've container A couple different ones, but they're mm -hmm. very similar. They're very similar. They're a sturdier plastic, so they most definitely can be recycled. Yeah, they're number five plastic, and that's a harder plastic that doesn't leach as much. Mm. So it's one of the, if there is such a thing as a safer plastic, it's a safer plastic. And uh, these can be washed I think the one company says 500 times, and then this one from a company called Preserve uh, can be washed a thousand times in a commercial dishwashing situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think you definitely, using it a thousand times is going to uh, benefit the environment over a whole bunch of styrofoam, that's for sure. Or yeah. even compostable that's not being compost. Yeah, well compostable just, is still single use. Just the, right. So yeah. just to put that in perspective. So from what I have learned over the years is so certain kinds of plastics, they will um, decompose at different rates. But what I learned was that there is a certain kind of plastic, like maybe with the takeout containers, that they can take between 500 and 1,000 years to decompose. And in those years, there is methane gas coming out of them, right? So between 500 years and 1,000 years worth of methane from one takeout container. So uh. if you're washing and reusing this takeout container that we would like to, to implement a 1,000 times, you have saved yourself and the earth a thousand containers of a thousand up to a thousand years each of them so i mean what what a stat jess okay <laughs> okay not, not a mathematician here by far but i like, mean just that's the first time it. i've heard that and i'm impressed right now i'm like all right girl yeah thank you, thank you. But, well, um, well, and the the ones from the preserve company are made from uh, recycled plastic and they'll take them back for recycling they're working on recycling winning those. Yeah. so mm -hmm. it's not just the 500 winning. or a thousand it's then turn them back into containers again hell yeah yeah i think it's i think it's definitely something i mean we're mo we're moving forward with it so that's our main focus right now besides this podcast because this is really fun <laughs> it actually kind of is <laughs> like we have meetings normally like we have meetings yeah. weekly that we try to get together and put all our thoughts together and you know just re regroup and this is this could be a pretty good regroup right here well we always say we should have recorded our conversation we do was, always say know, that now yeah. we can now we're <laughs> here well and also in, in all honesty there's just you know it's hard to produce live events you know we we have had successful events mm -hmm. and i think we should still produce a oh, couple of sure. events a we year absolutely but need we to can't really that, yeah. do monthly events i don't because no. we love to see all your faces we do and i think it is part is, is important to be part of our community and connect with people yeah but there's a difference in a hundred people coming to an event 
and however many people are going to listen to this, the five people that are going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> A friend, maybe six. My mom. Thanks, mom. My Thanks dog. All our moms for listening. <laughs> My boyfriend. <laughs> no, no, I think, you know, podcasts, yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I think ours is just, this is for our community. Now, you know, I want us to share what we're doing here with other cities and to find yeah. out what other cities are doing. You know, this isn't just, it is Nashville centric. You know, I, it yeah. is our experiences here in Nashville, mm-hmm. but these, these yeah, solutions but the apply everywhere. The, yeah. yeah. All the yeah. experiences and, and all the solutions, they will apply to everywhere. You know, the only differences might be that your landfill might be a little bit different. Your recycling, the things that are accepted might be a little bit different. Maybe you don't have an industrial composting center. Right. But, in you know, these are all like ideas that you can get that you can then take to the powers that be and be like, well, we want this, you know. And if so, you yeah. have any questions, I mean, we are zero waste trash talk dot com. Zero waste trash talk on Instagram. Zero waste trash talk on Facebook. We have the zero waste Nashville page. And I mean, we're all ears, man. We're all ears. We are. We we're yeah. we're really looking for other, you know, people to just be active as as we are we're not we're not always we're not always the ones leading this you know it's it's up to you it really is and that's Mm -hmm. the hardest thing that's the hardest message to get out is because sometimes we feel so i feel so helpless sometimes i I think that's the big part of it is is we all feel helpless we're watching the amazon burn we're watching australia Australia. burn. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's it's and you just feel helpless you're like i i don't you know you're looking at politics and you're like i can't oh my god i had this conversation with my best friend last night she was like why should i give a shit i'm like what do you mean because you still live here you still live here it's our world will be affected by this so just make it one one and she's actually uh, she's actually really good about stuff too like she does recycle she's actually the one when i moved in my apartment complex which good god let's not even we're not even going to talk about apartment complexes we'll, yet we'll do it later yeah. we're yeah. gonna do that in a later yeah. day but yeah. like my apartment complex didn't recycle so i had to do it myself and before i i actually took the plunge and did it yeah she was like so where's your recycling bin like she was actually the one who asked me the question but now today she's like oh so she's so like what's the word she just doesn't know what to do anymore because she's actually been on on the recycling run for a long time and well, people burn out burn yeah. out she's burn out over it man well, and, a lot of and, us are and you hear over and over again recycling's broken and yeah it's broken it's it's a broken system but it's the only system we can work within right now but you know re- reduction reducing yeah. kind of thing. That's, reusing. That's reusing reduce reuse refuse what's the other r's there's so many r's but basically <laughs> recycle <laughs> last <laughs> recycling is the last thing yeah. in the life cycle of an of something yeah. you want you want to try to to use it for something else give it away to somebody repurpose it yeah um some yeah. takeaways man when you're at number 1 when you're at a restaurant if you we really would love it We'd love to hear from you. So text rate to 51555, if anything. If you could do that, that mm-hmm. is amazing. I mean, we are reading what you all, you all write. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm literally doing it myself. Like, right. so we yeah, are, I, I but Jess gets it and, and organizes it. it. And I mm-hmm. organize it. And Puts in a spreadsheet. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. think about what happens to your stuff, like, what, yeah. like to your food. If you're not finishing the food and you're not taking it home, is it going to be composted? Is it just going to be thrown in the trash? Or is it going to sit like that avocado for 40 years right. and go nowhere? Yeah, and, and don't... You While know, people are starving. Ask. Ask yeah. the restaurant. Tell them what in you want. That, countries. Don't, don't let it be, oh, no one says, I want streets. this. 
right? Right. Don't let that. Just that's your that's your that should be what all of us aspire to do. Have the conversation, and it's hard. You know, you're talking earlier about it being uh, confrontational. Maris, you're great right. at making friends and making it not confrontational. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's like I'm like I'm never eating here again. You know, it's like <laughs> we all. <laughs> you just have to come uh, from a place of love. It is. People. It really does have to be a place of love because and, we uh, are in this together. We are. We we're are. we're all in this together, and you know, you said before it's hard. Hey, life is hard. Life is hard. Life takes some responsibility. Hard. Pick up the trash. And this is extreme, but like, we're not going to have life anymore. We're not going to have any Whoa. life on this earth. <laughs> we're not going to have it anymore Yoda. if we don't do something about it now. It's, this was, we were at, I was at uh, Action Day, uh, Permaculture Action Day yeah. mm-hmm. um, with Grow Enrichment, um, with Charles White and uh, Ginger Rose. And they were, and you know, we were talking about, I was, I was at a booth with Turnip Green Creative Reuse. Sorry, we were going to end this, but now here we are. We have a couple minutes. And um, this guy comes over and, and you know, he, he, we were talking and he was like, man, this was something that we talked about 50, 60 years ago we were doing this. He's like, now all of a sudden we're, we're kind of paying attention, but it's like, holy shit. This was a long time ago that we started this. And it's not anything different. And, and props to everyone that's been doing it this long. Yeah. And, and there is an old school, especially here in like the South and in Tennessee, there are people that have been fighting this battle for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, there's all of us that are newly energized because yeah. it's like this tipping point. And mm-hmm. I think there needs to be definitely some working together and not reinventing the wheel all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah. But this is something we've noticed is that it feels like right now people are finally paying attention and wanting this information. Well, we've got all these people coming from LA and New York in New York City and, and people coming all over from the country to Nashville that what? have that are progressive, that are a little bit more progressive than us or a lot more well, they, progressive or they came than from, us. Yeah, like they came from places that actually already were talking about this. They're already talking about and... I mean, you know, I lived in San Diego and uh, as a kid and we recycled newspapers, you know, with the school and, you know, lived in L.A. for 23 years. And I still, there are things I didn't know about the recycling until I really started delving into it. Well, I think that's, that's actually one thing that should be taken away from this uh, is that people don't know until they know like i mean even us you know who claim to be professionals and and, and are running this i mean there are things that we're going to continuously have to keep learning and relearning so people like people don't know until they know there are people yeah right <laughs> what? They don't know until they know. Wait, that's no, our wait, second motto wait, for the day. It really is. there is no way and people don't people know don't until, know until they, know. they know listen i listen there's a there's a, there's a to explain please <laughs> but like until you know, right? You know, so you can be like, oh, okay, well, I'm great because I recycle and, you know, so I'll just throw it in there and it's great. Right. And I'm doing okay. my thing. Yeah. You think you're doing well. You really do. Until somebody tells you that you do, that it's not that great because of such and such and such. Because they don't recycle that bag. anymore. <laughs> right? That wasn't, yeah. yeah. Don't put it in the plastic yeah. bag. It's discouraging. Actually, that one sure. doesn't work. So, like, people literally don't know until they know. So, we just have to keep telling them. And if over you're already doing it, if you're already doing all this stuff, if this is old news to you, keep doing it. Keep being the example. I mean, yeah, keep, yeah. Lead by yeah. example. Yep. All um, right. So, so. Okay, takeaways, takeaways. Yes, that's, that's my takeaway. Yeah, yeah. lead by example, <laughs> lead by ask example. questions, reduce, send us your reuse, reviews, re- reuse, reduce, reduce. refuse. <laughs> and if you have any questions don't send us your refuse yeah don't do not do that if you have questions and if or and or you just want to chat with us you want to send us a message hit us up man 
Also, Thanks for listening. if you want to help us with certain things too, if you've got ideas, you know, on, on projects that maybe we could do and ways that you could help us, let us know. But be ideas prepared to accepted. roll your sleeves up and come and help. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be yeah. prepared. Get dirty. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Brilliant. Guess that's it. Signing off. High Zero Waste Trash everyone. Talk. High five. Boom. Oh, yeah. Air five. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks. We out.